What the fuck is up, my beautiful bastards and bitches? How y'all doing today? As you can tell by my cracky, squeaky voice, uh, I came down with a little something. And man, was it dog shit. I got whatever this new flu is going around. And boy, it did not feel good. It was pretty shit. Usually, I shrug off most like sickness, like, eh, whatever. I'll go about my job. I'll still work. I'm fine. Part of that is because I don't have any fucking sick time because I work at a company that doesn't give that for some goddamn reason. But, um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, but uh, usually it doesn't really affect me all that too much. But this time, man, ooh, it it was bad. It was really fucking bad. Um, this thing is called the RCA flu or something like that. I got this shit, and I spent, like, a whole day, like, frozen, laying down on my back, because it's the only position that I could get in, excuse me, the only position that I could get in where I didn't feel like I was going to fucking yak at any moment. I only threw up twice. The first time, man, I had, like, fucking Mexican food the night before, and it had, like, spicy, you know, shit in it, and it came up and got in my nose and all over the place, pretty fucking cool, and the second time... I, it was like hours and hours later, I hadn't eaten anything, obviously, uh, I still haven't eaten anything really in like three days, but I should probably eat something today, but, um, yeah, like I said, second time it was just liquids, and, uh, it was, it was kind of funny, because I had been pounding, like, ginger ales and liquid IVs, and, uh, I just, I was like, oh, here we go, I got a yak, and so I go to the bathroom, and you ever see, like, one of those inflatable pools, and someone pokes a hole in it, and water just flies out? It looked exactly like that, and I couldn't help but in between, I was laughing because it was kind of funny. It was also not funny because I, I hate vomiting, but it was also kind of funny. And then at the end, oh my god, at the end I fucking, it looked like I fucking vomited up some fucking blood. You know, it was kind of gelatinous, so I don't think it was actually blood. I mean, it was probably just something I was digesting, but, you know, in that moment, it was kind of freaky. I actually thought about going to the hospital, um, and if I throw up again or have any other issues, I'm still going to go, but... I think I'm okay for the most part now. I'm at work. It sucks. You know, it is what it is. I'm, uh... I'm, uh... I'm not, I'm not at work right this second, but I mean, I'm going to work now. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. Can't stay home anymore. Don't want to stay home anymore. Don't want to waste my fucking vacation time on being goddamn sick. It's fucking bullshit. That, that should be illegal. It really should. The fact that there are any companies that don't allow for sick time is just fucking insane. The idea that you should just eat the cost of being sick is fucking bananas. Because, I don't know, man. Like, like I get sick likely doing the work you want me to do for you. Like, I get injured likely doing the work you want me to do for you. You should bear some of the responsibility for that. I know some people hear that and they be like, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, I don't think it's ridiculous. I think it's completely fucking reasonable. Cost of doing business, whatever you want to call it. It's not like these companies don't make, like, ass loads of money. Like, the company I work for... Without getting into which company it is. Excuse me. Without getting into which company it is. Um, every year they report, you know, record-breaking profits. The revenue's up massively. And yet they can't give us sick time. It's fucking insanity. And it's not like my job specifically is, like, terribly difficult. But there are other guys who work at the same company who did different work in other departments. And their jobs are legit fucking hard as fuck. And, you know, I don't want to give too many details out, but they get very little time off in general. And uh, on top of that, they won't, they'll fire them if they get sick. So that's fucking insane. Um, this is like a, a big, 
discussion, you know, there's this whole thing calling the, the, what are they calling it? The great reset or whatever, where a lot of people are reprioritizing, you know, what they want to do in life, what kind of job they want to work, what's most important to them in life. I gotta be honest, man, like I'm making the most money I've ever made and that's cool. It's, it's good money. I'm making good money, but I'm kind of at the point where I kind of don't give a fuck because I hate my job. I hate it so much. It's work. I don't enjoy doing it's it's not hard it's not hard that's not the problem the problem is it's just unfulfilling like at, at other jobs i had in the past i would you know have bad days there or whatever but overall i enjoyed the job for the most part um except for the most recent job i had before this job but the last two or three jobs i had before that i really enjoyed them i did you know some days sucked like i said some projects sucked but overall it was in line with my interests it was something I enjoyed doing and it was the kind of work that, you know, I acclimated well to and, and, and did really well at, you know, I'm, I was really good at those jobs and I really enjoyed working them. But here it just, I don't know, man, like it feels like, ugh. it feels like I'm spinning my wheels all the time. Like I don't ever actually achieve anything. And then nobody appreciates the work I do. Um, or that the same, the people in the same role and department that I'm in do it's, it's kind of position that it's pretty thankless, you know, they just you know, like, fix it, get it done, whatever. <clears throat> but for the most part, no one gives a shit whether or not, you know, <laughs> no one gives a shit about you, I guess is what I mean to say. And that sucks. I mean, I, I, I like being appreciated. I like a good attaboy, you know? I like feeling important and valued and I don't feel that here. I feel very undervalued. I feel like I don't fucking matter. I feel like every day is just another slog marching towards whatever I'm marching toward. I don't even know, you know, like I hate this job so much and I want to find something else, but it's like I'm making money, good money. It's such a hard predicament to be. I know this sounds like such a fucking first world problem because it is. It really is. But it's like I'm married now. You know, my wife and I are talking about, you know, having kids in the sometime in the near future. And so like money matters, obviously, for that. And it's it's important. But my sanity also fucking matters. And I just am losing my shit here. I got to deal with these fucking, some of these new guys, they fucking suck. Just, it's one new guy, but uh, he sucks, man. He's fucking rat. Can't trust him. He's fucking backstabber. And it just, it just sucks to deal with someone like that at work. Like, I don't know, man. I just, I would love for this to take off. I don't know if it will. I would love for the comedy to take off. I don't know if it will. It probably won't, but it would be great if it did. But, you know, like I've said a bunch of times, if for no, if no other reason, I enjoy doing this shit at least because it gives me like a spot to like really vent how I feel, what I'm thinking about and what's frustrating me without like the, the need to listen to someone else's like input on it. I, I don't, that probably sounds selfish or something and it probably is, but it's like, I just want to bitch sometimes without someone trying to tell me what I should do. You know, like it's good to have helpful input. I, I I want it sometimes, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just want to get like some cathartic release out of going, this shit sucks. It makes me unhappy. I wish it wasn't so. I hope I can change it. You know? 
And I know that's kind of ridiculous because, you know, you should want a solution to bad problems. You shouldn't want to just be like, you know, well, I hope it gets fixed eventually. But I hope it gets fixed eventually. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it, it is what it is, as they say. But, um, yeah, I mean, that wasn't... I don't even know what I want to talk about today, to be completely honest. I didn't have, like, a goal in mind or anything. This just is what was, you know, at the, the you know forefront of my mind when I started talking about it. Because it's just, like, every time I get sick here... This is the biggest thing to me is, like, I, I can't get sick here. Like, I remember when COVID was going around and, like, it wasn't a big deal for me. You know, I got it a couple times. I got, like, three times, I think. And each time it was progressively way less. And even the first time I was just very fucking tired. I was crazy tired. Um, there was a point where I had a pretty bad fever. Um, I think it was, like, the third time I got it. But that was probably the worst it got. Um, but... You know, like I said, when I got COVID, I I still went to work even though I felt kind of shitty. Um, not because I, you know, didn't uh, didn't value anyone else or didn't care about anyone else getting sick, but because I just couldn't afford to just take two weeks off of work and they weren't paying us to be sick at that time. That's so ridiculous to me. Like, I mean, it was like the middle of a fucking pandemic and it's like, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. Like it was it was a, a cold, basically. You know, a shitty cold. But it could have been. And if it had been, I would have been shed out of luck, right? If it's like some debilitating fucking disease that, let's say, it took me out for a month or whatever, right? That, not only would that take me out for a month, it would take out a month of my fucking savings. Or, or you know, possibly fucking ruin me, depending on how expensive hospital bills are and for shit like that. That's a big part of this fucking job I, I can't stand. Is is not getting sick time. I feel like it's such a basic tenet of any kind of, like, upscale, not upscale, any kind of, um, high-ranking salaried position, you should get fucking sick time. I think it's a pretty basic requirement, and it's insanity to me that I don't have sick time, and it drives me fucking nuts. People at McDonald's have fucking sick time. People at Walmart have fucking sick time, and yet me, no sick time. It's so fucking stupid. But whatever, you know, it is what it is. Can't do anything about it. At least not yet, but we'll see. You know, like I said, I'll try and... I'm thinking about applying to some stuff that's more in line with my, my you know, old uh, interest stuff, the stuff that I really enjoy. Part of the problem, though, is that also that, like, this job, without getting into the specifics of it, it has a pretty good pension. And so that's part of, like, you know, looking to the future, I'm getting older, that kind of thing. It's just, like, it's hard to just be like, yeah, none of this matters. It's It's almost like... You're in a situation where you're, you're looking at it and you're like, I am wildly unhappy and I hate every day. But then I go home and I spend time with my wife and my dogs and I have a great time with them and I know that they're going to be taken care of. So it's like it's like this weird thing where I'm weighing their security like in comparison to my happiness, which sucks, but it is what it is, you know, like. Is that a whole cultural norm? You know, you're supposed to be the guy. You're supposed to be the guy bringing home the money, taking care of the future, taking care of the family. And uh, I guess it's for me, it's it's hard not to give a fuck about that. I think it's hard not for for anyone to not give a fuck about that. But for me specifically, I'm saying that it, you know, in this case, I think partially too because I didn't have a fucking dad growing up, and so like. Anything not like him, I feel like I need to do 
So taking care of my family, obviously, is something not like him, and I feel like I need to do it. You know, I don't think I've gone too much into detail to my dad in that whole situation, but you know, when I was a kid, if I already said this before, you know, I apologize, whatever, but when I was a kid, and I know I'm rambling today, I still feel like shit, I, like I have a fever still, but it is what it is, you know, so these will all be gold, all right, they're, they're, some of them are shit, if not all of them, and they will hopefully get better with time, but anyways, so yeah, I grew up with that dad, my dad left when I was like, I don't want to say six or five, something like that, turned out to be a convicted rapist, multiple counts, what a great guy, I have a bunch of half-brothers and sisters that I didn't know about until relatively recently, all from rape, pretty great, I come from good stock, and, um, he, uh, yeah, he left, and it, it, it did weird things to me, uh, specifically, like, I obsessed over, like, what it was to be a man, like, what, like, what am I supposed to be, because I was raised by a mom, or a mother, and I, I grew up with a sister, and that was it, and so, like, you know, I didn't know what a man was supposed to be, really, so I just looked to, like, you know, video game characters or comic book characters or superheroes. Superheroes were where a lot of that came from for me, like what it was to be a man, like the ideal man, honest, have integrity, be brave, be courageous, you know, do the right thing even when it's the fucking hard thing. A big one was Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime, Optimus Prime was like the quintessential leader to me. So to me, it was like, I want to be like him. I want to be brave and courageous and selfless as much as possible. And I like to think I've I've tried to do that a little bit, you know? I'm not perfect. I'm still a greedy fucking chimp. You know, a shitty ape ruled by emotions. But I think that overall in the greater scheme of things, I'm I'm I've gotta be better than my dad. I mean the dude was a rapist. I mean, come on. He's also a junkie. He had a lot of problems, you know, and he was abused as a child, so I get it, you know, hurt people, hurt people, whatever. But he's not really or it's not an excuse, I guess what I mean to say. It's not like it's an excuse for what he did. But I understand I understand why he did it. Like my sister never really processed it very well. Maybe she has now, I don't know, but but you know, she don't she'd always be so fucking angry about it and, you know, spiteful. And I was angry for the first I'd say till I was like twelve or thirteen, and then I kinda just got over it. It just is what it is, you know. And even then I don't think I was ever as angry as she was. Like she had like a deep hatred towards him. I didn't have a deep hatred. I I wanted a dad. I was desperate to have a dad. You know, my uncle kind of stepped in and filled that role eventually. And uh, even though, you know, I'm sure he didn't like it or want it, you know, he did the best he could. And I appreciate that. You know, he taught me a lot of what I've known to be a man beyond, you know, comic books and stuff like that. And he He's a complicated guy. But um, he's the closest thing I ever had to a dad. You know, he... He's my dad as far as I know. I mean, not as far as I know, but as far as, as it goes in my mind, he's he's my dad. The best thing it can be, you know? It's like he's fucking Ned Stark and his kids are the Starks and I'm fucking Jon Snow, you know, the bastard son. But, um, yeah, if you're, if you're a dad and you're thinking about leaving or if you're going to be a dad and you're thinking about leaving or something like that, don't. Either abort the fucking kid or stick around. Don't fucking bail. Because it's fucking hard. You know, it makes it makes everything hard growing up. Because you hear other people talking about their dad. Doing this shit with their dad. Doing that shit with their dad. 
And it just sucks, man. It's just a constant reminder that you are missing this integral part of your life and your development that you're supposed to have and you don't have. And so you're just constantly reminded, like almost having your, your face shoved in the mud. Like, look what you don't have, you stupid little bitch. And then you fucking blame yourself because you're a dumb fucking kid. And you can't process, like, the fact that it actually has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them and all their bullshit and everything they're dealing with. But how do you fucking process that as a kid? You know, like I said, I mean, that just, that's what it comes back to, to like, that's what it comes back to in every situation is the kid is, is, is a kid. How are they supposed to understand the nuances and complexities of a human being dealing with shit and leaving because they're dealing with shit? Yeah, some of them are just shitty people, right? Like some of them are just pieces of shit that just bounced, you know, whatever. They didn't give a fuck. But a lot of them have like legitimate problems. And my dad had legitimate problems, you know. He, he, he's still a piece of shit. And I, if I saw him today, I'd probably still fucking hit him, but... It wasn't like he just, you know, fell out of the fucking sky and was the goddamn devil. You know, he had a lot of issues. What killed me is he had another fucking family, like, you know, a city over or whatever. That sucked to hear. Had another son. I wasn't good enough, you know. He didn't didn't tell me. Excuse me. He didn't tell me that I wasn't good enough, that he needed another son or anything. But that was, you know, what I took from it as a child was that he's got this whole other family and this other son and you know that's who he's going to be with so that must be the good family i must be the shit family and that fucking sucked you know not woe is me or anything like that you know don't don't shed a fucking tear for me or anything like that i'm well over it but it just you know when you think back on it it's just shit man it's just a shitty situation it's hard for kids to deal with i have a lot of empathy for kids that grow up without a parent Especially a father, and you're if you're a boy and you don't have a father, that's that's rough. And if you're a girl, and you don't have a father, that's also rough. Same thing with a mother. I mean, it just you need those two very different kinds of love and and uh, leadership, really, and um, guiding hands. You know, because you know your mother. To me, mothers, you know, teach you how to be compassionate and loving and kind. And fathers teach you how like the cold realities of the world, right? Like there's what you grow up thinking. And then there's what you act, what the world actually is when you actually grow up. And I feel like dads are better at being like, hey, man, like, you know, maybe you can be in the NBA, but probably not. You should probably alter your expectations accordingly. Just as an example, right? If I had been like into the NBA, like, oh, God, I want to be in it. I want to be a basketball player. Like, son, you're white and you're fucking not six foot seven. So you're probably not going to be in the NBA, buddy. But. That's it for today. This is a pretty rambly episode, I know. Uh, I apologize for that. Like I said, I'm feeling pretty in and out of it because of the fucking fever. But love, peace, and chicken grease, my babies. Stay safe out there. Hugs and kisses. Don't get this flu. And if you do, take a lot of fucking liquids. Pedialyte, you know, fucking liquid IV, Gatorade, whatever. Stay safe out there.